This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. <laughs> Have you ever actually watched that movie? It's called The Big Year. It's got Steve Martin, Owen Wilson, Jack Black. I mean, it's not it's not hilarious or anything, but I watched it on an airplane. It helped me pass the time. And it was the first thing I thought of, actually, when I heard about this next story. There's so much excitement the last few days in the birding community of BC. Actually, it's getting a lot of attention in the birding community, period. So what is it? It is a sighting of a rare yellow-browed warbler never before seen in Canada and only once in North America outside of Alaska, if you can believe it. It typically spends its winters in the tropical climates of South Asia, sometimes in Western Europe, and yet there it was spotted Friday in an area known as Panama Flats. And on Saturday morning, something like a hundred birders went looking for it. Turns out they actually found it. So we're going to talk about this very exciting development. Joining us now is Joffrey Newell, who's a bird watcher who made the original sighting. Joffrey, thank you so much for being with us. Hi, pleasure. And Melissa Haftig is also with us, uh, who runs the BC Rare Bird Alert. Didn't know there was such a thing based in Vancouver. Hi, Melissa. Hi there. Um, now, Joffrey, I'm going to start with you. Tell me what happened. How did you see this bird? Yeah, so it was uh, an amazing experience. I got a fr- uh, call from a friend, uh, Jeff Gaskin. Uh, he called me to say that he had an interesting warbler. At the time, he thought maybe it might have been a Tennessee warbler, which is already a good bird, that it's far more common than this the bird ended up being. So uh, I rushed over, and we twitched it out together. I relocated the bird, and immediately I saw that it was something way more rare. Uh, I knew right away it was an old-world warbler, a species that's uh, very rare in North America, a bird that's come over from Asia. So the excitement levels were through the roof at that point. I guess so. And so tell me, I know there's a lot of rules surrounding this, but when you spot a bird like that, how do you let everybody know? What are the rules in bird watching? Well, uh, well, what I did first is I texted Melissa, who has contacts with a lot of birders across the province and beyond. And I also put it on a regional birding blog. So there are a couple of sites. There's a WhatsApp app for Vancouver Island and uh, BCVI Bird, which is a site where everybody reports rare bird sightings that they find. So the word gets out very quickly in the birding community. I guess so. Do you take a picture of it? First thing, I had to take some good photos to confirm the identification, absolutely. All right, so Melissa, explain to us, how big of a deal is this? It's a huge deal. It's super, super rare. So when, as you said, it's the first um, record, mainland record, um, because the sec- the actual record in North America, the other record was in um, Mexico. And for birders, it's the ABA, the American Birding Association, really considers North America just Canada and the U.S. So it's the first one that's in the mainland of the Canada and U.S. Um, outside of Alaska. And they're just the Bering Island Sea, uh, the Bering Island Sea Islands out there. So it's, it's really rare to have it here. So people are super, super excited traveling all over from North America to see this bird. So people will travel on the off chance that they might see this bird? Oh, yeah. People have come from Tennessee, California, Washington, uh, Vancouver, everywhere. Wait a minute. Already? <laughs> it just happened Already. on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> So like they I went over on I went over on Friday night to see the bird. <laughs> so I would be there for dawn. So just like that. So Joffrey, is that like if that happens to you, if you heard about this bird sighting somewhere else in North America, would you have immediately gotten on a plane to go see it? 
Well, I'm not one of those really fanatic switchers, but if it was, you know, anywhere nearby, I would certainly do so. Uh, yeah, as Melissa said, there's only been a few North American records before before this one, so it's it's a hell of a bird, that's for sure. So, Joffrey, how long have you been doing this for? Well, I'm 24 years old. I started when I was seven. Seven? So 16 years, yeah. What is it that fascinates you about this? Well, my dad was always a, a biologist, so he, he really exposed me to nature at a young age, and he went he went to uh, Beaver Lake with me. It's a regional park in Victoria, and we saw uh, my first great horned owl. So ever since that experience, it really got me hooked on birding, and, and now it's an obsession. So you document this, I take it? Oh, absolutely. How yeah. many birds have you seen? So I keep a list for the Victoria region. Uh, this species, the yellow-browed warbler, is number 335 for Victoria for me. So, so that's the list I'm really working on. I have a life list as well, but I forget the exact number I have there. So, Melissa, is this common in the birding community? Is it you have your list? Are you always keeping track of what you'd like to see? Yeah, it's really common, especially if you're a twitcher. So you chase birds and then you have lists for like the BC lists or um, like he has one for Victoria. We have one for Metro Vancouver. Uh, People have their life lists. And so a bird like this is a huge deal because it adds to your BC list, your life list. It's just, yeah, really incredible. Okay, now I have to ask you, Melissa, have you seen the movie The Big Year? I have, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Is that accurate, would you say? Yeah, it's pretty accurate. It's pretty very much accurate. (laughs) So what bird was that that they were after in Alaska? Because that's what I thought of when I heard that this bird, this yellow-browed warbler, is usually only seen in Alaska. Uh, Well, it's not usually only seen. There's like a few records, and they're mostly in Gamble and St. Paul. Um, In the movie, they went for lots of different birds, like pink-footed geese. I mean, some of the things in the movie weren't accurate, that some of the birds were just too crazy there. Um, But they went for, like, great spotted woodpecker and and all these different crazy birds. But it is true. Like, if a rare bird happens like that, people twitch it. And those guys were doing big years. And there was a lady who did a big year that came um, yesterday from Tennessee. So yeah, people do really do that. <laughs> I love that. This is a story. So this has gotten people really excited. And now, Joffrey, describe to me what this bird looks like. Like, why is it so exciting? Well, with a lot of experience, it does look very different. It is a little bland greenish bird. So it's got a bold white stripe above the eye and bold white wing bars. It's very small. It's about the size of a kinglet, so barely bigger than a hummingbird. So locating this bird was very difficult. Uh, it flits about in the vegetation, so it stays hidden away in the leaves. But its active movements uh, help a lot in locating it. Okay, so what is the secret then to birding? Like, where do you look for different birds? Well, I mean, there's a lot of great sites around Victoria, for example. Uh, Panama Flats is one of the best sites uh, simply because of its habitat. So you have meadows, you have uh, deciduous thickets and water, so... That varied habitat can be very good for a variety of birds. And just using your peripheral vision and and training your eyes to look for movement, flashes of color, and that really helps for locating birds. So, Joffrey, you saw this. Melissa, did you get a chance to see the bird as well? Yep, I went there the night that he found it, and I was there for dawn so I could see it in the morning. So, yeah, I've seen it already. (laughs) Wow, that's impressive. So have other people also seen it on the weekend? Like, have there been repeat sightings? Yeah, it's still being seen this morning, actually. So the bird is hanging around? Yeah, it's still there. <laughs> is it just the one? 
Yeah, just the one. So it's a big deal. Yeah, my friends from Washington, they texted me this morning, and um, Jeffrey texted me this morning. There's a lot of birders saw it this morning, so it's really exciting. Okay, so now, is Jeffrey, is that normal for a bird, like staying in one location like that for now three, four days? Well, I mean, with, with every second you wait, you risk... Uh, hearing about the bird leaving. So, I mean, sometimes rarities are, you know, they're just around for a minute or two, and others will stay for days and sometimes longer. So we've been very fortunate with this bird that it's been hanging around for so long. It does sound like that. So, Melissa, let's say this has kind of piqued someone's interest to get into birding. Where do you think people should start? I think they should start with a good pair of binoculars, and you can get a good pair for as cheap as $100. And you just need binoculars. That's the main thing you need. Um, Even public libraries are now letting you rent binoculars and field guides. So you need a good field guide and a good pair of binoculars and just get out in nature and look at your common birds around your house because there's so many beautiful common birds. And, I mean, Jeffrey went to a a park that's, uh, you know, full of common birds and he found a a rare one. So you just got to get out there and look. So, Jeffrey, it's kind of like you won the lottery, huh? (laughs) <laughs> it is super exciting, that's for sure. <laughs> so what's next on your list? Is there another bird where you think, oh, now if I can cross this next one off my list? Ah, well, you always have target birds. I mean, it, as you keep birding, it's it always gets harder and harder to find new and rare things. Um, so a specific species I don't have. I just, when I'm birding, I keep an open mind, and I and I hope for something spectacular like this. Well, this was spectacular. Listen, thanks to both of you for being with us. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Thank you. Good luck with the birding. That is Joffrey Newell, who is the bird watcher that made the huge sighting on Friday in an area that's called Panama Flats. I guess lots of birders go out that way. This was on Vancouver Island. I believe it was in the Saanich area. And Melissa Hafting, who runs the BC Rare Bird Alert, which is based in Vancouver.